Denny. Jesse. McKinley. Kindle. Kaden. Color. Gay. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We're so happy you're here. We are so excited for you to hear episode two coming at you this week. Yeah, welcome back, guys. We got a really cool lineup today. First, we're going to be talking about the roller coaster of starting this podcast. We really want to be authentic and transparent with you. And oh my goodness, this is such a roller coaster. So many fun highs. Like, do we really get to do this for a job? And so many lows of how is this going to go? How are we putting ourselves out there? Are we open to criticisms? And we're going to talk about being a man and what's it mean to be a man. We listened to Thomas Rhett's song about being a man. Yeah. And what that means, what that means to different people. Okay. Then we talk about, you know, something I love days of the week. And as a teacher, educator, mom, I love to celebrate National Pancake Day, National Cookie Day. And one of the days we came across in the last month was National Essay Day, having a little essay, Dumplings Day. We talked about that. And Shamu, hear a cute story about when Denny was little. And then Coolio passed away. So we're going to cover our recent concert of seeing Coolio live in action and talk a little bit about his legacy and and what he brought to the world yeah we saw him and he died in the same month oh crazy tragic and then we move on to strangers version of the paquette family podcast and we talk about a busy family life and how do you handle being out there running kids around moving from one thing to the next and how do you dial it back yeah i mean as strangers we don't know each other but we all feel the same things So we want to just connect with you in that way. And then McKinley's hypothyroidism. We have our oldest daughter was born and I knew nothing about the endocrine system and we learned real quick with her. So we just want to fill you in and talk to you about the blessing of her and all the craziness that's come with that. And then we move on to the friends version of the Paquette Family Podcast. And there's a little drama on the farm where I was helping out and just kind of a funny story, little misunderstanding and a hilarious story you guys like it was so funny everybody was cracking up we can't wait for you to hear check it out and then i talk about friends i have a wonderful friend stacy that i went to lunch with and we just talk about lifelong friends and the blessings that they are and what we talk about which is everything and we are excited for you to listen to it and then we get into family and we talk to McKinley and Kendall, our oldest, who are going to school in the seventh and the eighth grade. And we talk about the pressures of school and the pressures that are on them to do the right thing and have the right things and carry their lanyard and have their computer charged. And yeah, so you get to hear from them directly. And then on to love us, how sex should be celebrated. Um, we talk about Candace Cameron Buer and just something she said in the media and We want to know what you guys think. We want to know what you think about that. And then we talk about Nicole, the sex professor, and how she encourages us to be vocal during sex. And this is a really fun part of life and sexuality. Yeah, there's some mind-blowing ideas that she has that are really interesting. And we talk about it. All right. So with no further ado, welcome to the Paquette Family Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, strangers. Hey, strangers, what's going on? Denny and Jesse here. Yep, coming at you, podcasting. Gosh, this is just a roller coaster. 
like setting up this Paquette Family Podcast is a roller coaster of, and when I mean roller coaster, I mean there are some really cool highs. Yeah. And there are some really tough lows. So what are the highs for you? It is not for the weak of heart or the highs are, I've had conversations with my friends the last couple of weeks and just very authentic lunches or whatever. And people are struggling. Like people need light or positivity or advice or connection or like relation, like relating to things that other people say. Yeah. I feel like people need to know they're not alone. Like other people are going through things. Yeah. Like, oh, marriage is tough, but it is so worth it. Or like parenting is the hardest job you'll ever have, but you're so lucky to have those blessings in your life. Um, To have the validation. Maybe that's a word Denny and I have been talking about. He's recently said I'm struggling to validate when we were first married. Validation for him was non-existent. Like I would say, oh, I'm so sad. My friend wants to get pregnant and she's not getting pregnant. He's like, why are you sad about that? That has nothing to do with you. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me at the time. I'm like, well, I'm sad because I feel bad. You know, and he would just need to validate like, oh, I get it. Like you're feeling empathetic for them. Right. So validation is important. And he has said recently, especially when it comes to the tough things about podcasting and working together that I've struggled to validate his feelings on things. So I'm working on it. Yeah. What do you think has changed with you? you were, you've been such a big validator for most of your life. And now it's like you're cold hearted and... Heartless, almost. Well, that's an interesting take, Dan. Um, I don't think I'm heartless. I don't think I'm... I think I do validate people, certain people. And maybe that's not the point of validating us if you agree with it, but... Or understand it. Right. It's like the breach of a validation is like, I don't understand it, but I validate. Yep. But I definitely validate people. But sometimes with your ideas specifically, or the girls where I just think it's silly, it's hard to validate it because it's like, well, that is a bad idea that's not a good idea but the validation is just i understand where you're coming from i understand your feelings yeah i think one of one of the things and this brings us to another great topic is the difference between decision making and brainstorming like i i think and correct me if i'm wrong but there's so many times in our life where you've made a decision in your head and you you want to just like commit to that decision that you've made and I might be bringing it to the table saying I'm brainstorming like this is an idea don't know if it's going to fly but it's something to discuss and kind of like run to run to ground yeah definitely you and I getting married having kids the decision making process for us is the opposite Denny thinks out loud doesn't have any specific outcome in his head I'm like think in my head, think in my head, bring it to Denny. Okay, what do you think of this? So then which starts his process? And so he's like, okay, or this. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. That was not really up for discussion. Yeah, right. I've already had that talk in my head, and this is what we came up with. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that has definitely been uh, an adjustment for us, learning how dis- how we make decisions differently. And maybe I go to him mid decision and he comes to me after some talk 
you know, with a few choices or something like that, we've kind of figured out. Yeah. I think the times I've been caught off guard the most is when you kind of lure me with a question, like, do you want to do this or this? And you kind of, you've already made the decision in your head. Mm -hmm. And so you're asking me and I say something and usually, unfortunately, it's opposite of what you've already decided. Yep. And then you're like, well, wait, 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 wait. Like you've opened the door with this question and... I'm sorry, you gave me the wrong answer. Yeah. (laughs) So that, like, it always like kind of makes me like, did you ask me a question or... Right. And that's another thing. I didn't ever really understand rhetorical questions until Denny came along. (laughs) That was a rhetorical question. Like, what's that mean? Like, it doesn't really, it doesn't require an answer. Yeah. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, we, we're getting better as all couples do. You just learn how to work together that way in your marriage. Yeah. I mean, if it's between not working with you and working with you with a few hiccups, I choose working with you. Yes. Working with you is the best. (laughs) Um, He did get the wrong answer tonight though. Because oh. we were talking about tonight we're going to Thomas Rhett, living it up, concert time with my girls, girlfriends from high school and their husbands. And we were going to all go to dinner, but it's just a lot of um, coordinating and trying to get there on time. And parking's going to be a nightmare because there's a bunch of stuff going on at Howard Wood, like band okay. competitions and stuff. And so I was thinking, oh, let's go to Treasury Bar for supper like we were talking about summer works there and all that today at the coffee shop and then Denny's like Mamaladas which is another favorite where we really like the wine I don't know if you remember the Sam Hunt podcast where oh. we talked about Mamaladas but I like, liked, I like that place we and like, we we were just talking about it on the farm with my buddy yeah and my so I was like one of my favorite teachers who we talked about I think at another podcast about the Vikings game who I was sure, wasn't sure she remembered me or not, but I think she did. She did. She and her husband started Mamaladas, which is a, one of our favorite places. It's such a small world. Yeah, it really is. So if you're ever in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, we'll do some Sioux Falls <laughs> um, Mamaladas, best enchiladas in town. We'll hopefully have them on the podcast soon. But we're not going to eat there tonight. But that's not where I wanted to go. And Denny said it, and I was like, ooh, we just went there a couple weeks ago. And um, I was kind of feeling treasury, and he didn't, and he's going to take me to treasury. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is completed. It was completed yesterday. (laughs) So we'll podcast tomorrow about. This is a a lesson in leadership and being a man right here. He is the man. I don't know. It's. Just because I say where I want to go, my friend Stacy was telling me yesterday there's a meme or something that when you get in the car with your date, you're like, "Guess where we're going for supper?" Like, guess. Um, Hardee's. Well, no, like a real place. Uh, Minerva's. Minerva's. Yep, (laughs) that's where you go. Uh, That's a good one, actually. You know, that's the guess. I think one of the things I've learned about women is um, it's a dance, right? Mm Mm-hmm. As a man, you're, Life's the, a dance. you're the leader. You learn as you go. Yeah. As a man, you're the leader. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. But the best thing to do is like, hey, what do you think about this or this? And she says, well, I think this. You're like, okay, that's exactly where I wanted to go. It's a dance. It's a dance. Life's a dance. You learn as you go. 
this is not, we do not have copyright to this song. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. Yep, you got it. Don't worry about what you don't know. Life's a dance you learn as you go. That's amazing. Which is, gosh, that's a quote. Yeah. I like, <laughs> the, just, way, I like the way you bring songs into the podcast. Yeah, I think I've sang on every podcast, which... You, I know you, it's not my strength. I think this is one of the things that I love about you is you sing through life. Yeah, right? It is kind of a musical. Yeah, like you... I got that from my dad. Okay. Does, I don't hear him sing too much. Oh, uh, yeah. And no, I'm not talking about songs. I'm talking like you sing as you talk. Oh, like, yeah, you oh, do today, think class, that. we're going to do, think do that. this. When I call you on the phone, you're like, you were just singing to me. Yeah. What else do I say? Daddy. I don't know. Usually, I, usually I notice it when you are talking to your friends. Well, maybe you'll notice it tonight. You can tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So you're excited to see old Thomas? Yeah. I honestly, I don't know Thomas Rhett uh, and his songs too much. Uh, but swag. the funny thing is that I've heard a lot of Thomas Rhett on the radio recently, and maybe that is being played in the local area because he's coming. I'm yeah. not sure, but it's like look Thomas. up on my on the computer. Look up Thomas Rhett. Um, what makes a man? And I heard it the other night when I was walking and, oh gosh, I, I don't know if he'll play it tonight because it's a duet with, I think a more like, a more like pop rock singer. And I don't know if he'll play it, but it's really beautiful. And it made me think of Denny and his dad and Denny and I are constantly talking about the, what makes a man with Gage? How do we make Gage a man? Are you finding it? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. So we do not own the rights to the song, but hopefully we're going to hear it tonight. I love that. My father, he'll never see his name in lights. We're tired of desk his whole damn life. Didn't chase his dream, gave himself so me. My sisters would be all right Sometimes I wonder They'll say of me when I am gone When my daughter living on it Will she carry strange Thought that I was faint But just that I was never home Is Whoa, that hits hard Next verse is Thomas's. Who is that's Thomas Rhett and Ben Rector. Ben Rector. Gosh, I just. What do you think of that? Thing? What do you think of those words? Well, that hits hard. I mean, I don't know. I, I I think of being a man, and like I didn't really, um, I didn't really think too much about it in my younger life. And then there's been a lot of things that have happened in my life that have really made me look within and doubt whether or not I am being a man the, and being a strong man, the best man, the man I was supposed to be. And so, I mean, it's been like five years or more where I've really been like on this journey of, you know, at middle age, like I'm going to be a man. I don't know what that looks like or what it takes, but. Like, I haven't been a man up to this point, and it's time for me to show up as a man. I've been too afraid to be a man. 
Yeah, and I thought when I heard it, um, I've climbed up mountains and I've ran races and I felt the same afterwards. If you're chasing those things, they're not going to fill you up. You know, like if you are just trying to climb the mountain, like climb Mount Everest or um, fly C-17s or, you know, like you feel the same afterwards is kind of the quote of the song. Yeah. What is it that makes you a man? I mean, I just thought that song, like, you know, Denny's dad is not well with Parkinson's and he'll never have his name in lights, but he was a great dad and... And Denny and I are just trying to live our dream so he's around and with the kids, you know, and so just a lot of that song is, Yeah, I challenge you to look it up and listen to the whole thing, but that was powerful. Yeah, it is uh, one of life's, life's mysteries. I feel like I missed the boat on being a man at a younger age to show up and take risk and just do the, do the things that embody being a man. Mm-hmm. In, in some ways I did take risks and, you know, I was a military pilot and an officer and did some cool things, but in a lot of ways I played it safe. You know, I played it too safe. I, I didn't take risks. I was afraid of rejection. I, you know, cared too much what people thought, cared too much what people thought that that hurts you. And that's kind of where we are right now, um, bringing you up to date on things with the podcast. Um, Like, we want to do this. We want to scream it from the mountaintops that we are doing the podcast. We are doing a podcast that could be really great for people. And just um, kind of riding this road of asking people, do you want to be on the podcast? And, oh, gosh, I could never do that. I would just be too nervous, too anxious. Um, I do so much better one-on-one and in my head, I'm like, well, just, it would be one-on-one <laughs> because right. we're just like Denny and I are one-on-one right now. Yeah. Um, but I do respect people in that idea. Um, when Denny and I did our first podcast, you know, it is a different, something new, something of a learning curve. Yeah. But, um, we want to make this so great and so helpful for people and we can't wait until people... We're just on the schedule and lining up to yeah. talk to us so we can I think, uh, put fun information out there. Yeah, I think being vulnerable ourselves is going to be important. Yeah. I think being vulnerable ourselves is important because then they see that, oh, they're being vulnerable. I can be vulnerable too. Mm-hmm. They can do it. Uh, let me read this quote. I love it. This sits on my desk and really powerful, but this kind of is my goal for life, I guess. And I feel like I've got a long way to go, but this is by Marianne Williamson, and I forget the name of the book. But our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plane small does not move the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Marianne Williamson. That speaks to our me so clearly. Fear. 
Yeah. It's not that we're inadequate. Yeah. And I think for me, a lot of the the power of the podcast is expressing our opinions. I've got so many thoughts and opinions and insights that I've gained through 20 plus years of military service and being a father and being married and being a, a man and in this world with feelings and impulses and everything like it's all it all matters and every, right. everybody has it so why why our podcast why should people listen to us ultimately we want to share the stories of others we want yeah. to share the, the interesting powerful failures and successes of other people and I think that is so true. That is just like you and I will talk to a couple or talk to a person at the coffee shop. And to Denny and I, the whole world is just like, it's just people, our friends we haven't met yet. You yeah. Know, like, and we just like to meet people and introduce ourselves and find connections with people. And, you know, that's what makes the world special is that we all have connections. Right. And we meet people and everyone has a story. Everybody we've talked about, like, oh, they'd be fun to talk to on the podcast oh yeah, they'd be fun. They have a crazy story. They'd be fun. They have a cool story. They've been, that would be fun. They've, you know, been through this hard thing and come out happy on the other side. And I just, I do agree that there is such cool people in our lives and it would be fun to share them with the world. Yeah. Hey, this is a family podcast talking about real family stuff. Yeah. National Situational Awareness Day. Now this one for me, just puts me right back beginning of dating Denny. A little PTSD rising up. I had never heard of situational awareness until I started dating Denny and he was a military man and he said, you need to have essay. Jesse, little, little situational you need awareness. to have a little more essay. And I didn't know what that was. You got to know what's going on around you. I thought it was like um, slang Mexican, like essay, what's up essay? <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like... Have gotta, a little essay. You got to know if you're being shot at or if the engine's on fire or what's going on. So I learned quick situational awareness. So that one's funny for me. And then National Dumpling Day, which, okay, we wouldn't make dumplings. Oh, dumplings were my favorite food growing up. Like when grandma, I don't think they mean dump, like Rose chicken and dumplings. Made like that. chicken and dumplings. Like that was my favorite. Chicken and dumplings. And. What was that mix they made? Bisquick. Bisquick. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was so good. It's like just flour caked together. Oh, my gosh. And you just drop it in the boiling like I'll have to get that broth. recipe from your mom so I can make it for you Man, as you get older. I just, I just thought as a kid that was the best thing you could eat. And then the last thing is Shamu the Whale Day. So Shamu the Whale. A little bit of Did information it? you didn't know you needed to know today, but. Well, when I was a kid, we always called Shamu shampoo. Funny. That's cute. Yeah. That is so cute. And we went to SeaWorld when I was a kid. In because Florida. Because my, my dad's parents lived in Sarasota, Florida. And so we went down and saw Shamu. And the whole time, we th I thought it was shampoo. And, <laughs> that is so cute. And to even complicate the situation, I was like wondering why the water wasn't like sudsy and bubbly. Oh my gosh, how cute is that story about you? <laughs> That's adorable. So Denny and I, at the beginning of the month, September, at the beginning of September, Denny and I went to an I Love 90s tour concert. Um, we're both, 
I'm an 80s baby. He's a 70s baby. But we went to the 90s concert. And when we got there, there was not that many cars in the parking lot. So we were not having high hopes that it was going to be oh, an awesome concert. I was worried. So list the acts. Who was all there? Um, well, the big the big hitter was the last one. That's Vanilla Ice. I listened to him playing hockey. Yep. And then some of the um, Coolio, C and C Music Factory, All for One, um, the Ying Yang Brothers. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. A lot of the singers you wouldn't even maybe know. Like it's a lot of one hit wonders, but Montel, you know their songs. Montel, Montel Jordan. Jordan who's Reverend Montel Jordan now. Um, anyways, they... It was an awesome concert because it was just like all these awesome songs and it was like you knew every song. Yeah. But Coolio did, as I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I took a look at my life and realized, you know, from Dangerous Minds. Yeah. And he- Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. He was looking, looking older, but- Yeah, but- Looking good. He still had a few like- He had a couple dreads. Yeah. Coming through his hat and he was definitely, um, you know, swag- he had swag up yeah. there. And he died. What? Yes, two days ago of a died. heart attack. That's crazy. And so I feel a little bit like, oh my gosh, we saw him. I feel like the whole show ago. is going to change now. We saw him with our own eyes. Daddy. Yeah. And it was like crazy. And he was up there and now he's dead. Like it's just a little bit shocking. What day did he die on? Do you know? Yeah, the 28th. And we saw him the 9th. That's crazy. I always think it's crazy, like, on the ninth, and, like, if you could predict the future, like, if you were a fortune teller, like, oh, my gosh, he only has, like, 20 days left of life. Yeah. What would he, do you think he'd be on tour? <sighs> That's why you don't he, know. I think, I mean, man, if that was his space, like, being out, dancing with the girls on stage. Like, yeah, I do think. Like, he probably lived his best life right up to the end. Yeah. I mean, he was like doing what he loved, like rapping and he had an emotional, emotional, um, set because he was like, drunk Dr. Dre and, you know, kind of the old Compton, like Biggie Smalls and, you know, just kind of naming all the people who have died or like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like he kind of had that emotional. I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. this is for Biggie Smalls. Yeah. This is for T-Pain. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac, right. Yeah. And now, sad. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy that he wasn't shot by a gangster. He was not shot by a gangster. I think he had a heart attack. So. Yeah, that's good. Take care of that hurt. Take care of the ticker. Thank you for listening to the public version of the Paquette Family Podcast. To become a listener supporter and gain access to private and exclusive content, visit the paquettefamily.supercast.com to select a membership plan that works best for you. Please join our public Facebook group, the Paquette Family Podcast. You've been listening to The Paquette Family Podcast. A Paquette Family Production.